Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What's going on, Cool Out Corner? Fucking the buttons up and shit. Gunshots, cause they got me out the paint. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite. Of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room once again. Such a slow fucking news week. Low key eventful week in general for me. But as far as the news goes, slow. Honestly, I honestly really think I might name today's episode The Fuck It Freestyle. Cause fuck it. On some real shit, my nigga. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about, my nigga. I'm literally coming off the top. I'm thinking about what the fuck I'm going to be saying while I'm saying it, my nigga. Nothing really happened. You know, uh, I guess to open it up, congratulations to the Grown Man Logic podcast. You know, we had a a battle on um, what you call fucking uh, podcastagram story and shit. Shout out to podcastagram. On Instagram, uh, Pat out there in Dublin, Ireland. You know, we having a little little podcast tournament amongst the the community and shit. I got to the second round, first round. Um, I think I had a Untied Shoes podcast. Shout out to them. Served them. You know, they they did they shit, but I got them up out the way pretty handily. Nigga, second round, the Grown Man Logic podcast. With uh Dewan, Eric, Kendra from Coffee with Kendra and um She Blows It podcast. They all like together like motherfucking Voltron and shit. You know, so it was like four on one. They got me up out of there, dog. You know, like the way the tournament went, it was going by votes. So they got me fifty one to forty nine percent. So man, shout out to them, man. They did they shit, dog. I can't even hate, I can't even be mad. Kendra, you know you gang gang, so you know, I didn't it it ain't it ain't much of a problem when you lose to somebody who you really fuck with. You know, like it wasn't like I lost to some some clowns or some weak shit. Like I respect they show, I enjoy their content, so you know it is what it is, you know. I I did my thing when it was time to do my thing. The Avengers. Oh, okay. The fucking super friends. More like NWO or uh D Generation X and shit, cause Nigga, y'all, y'all uh, main host is a fucking wrestler, so it got to be some wrestling shit. Y'all like uh, the New World Order and shit of wrestling. But, you know, shout out to y'all. They they, they did their motherfucking thing, man. You know, so, so shout out to the Grown Man Logic Podcast. Shout out to everybody left in that motherfucker. Shout out to the Rosie Perspective Podcast. Shout out to the Barbie Way Podcast. Shout out to motherfucking the Ladies Lair podcast. 
Shout out to Man Cave with DLP. I hope I ain't forgetting nobody, but everybody who I named is gang gang. So when the motherfuckers come up, when they round come up, go and vote for all those podcasts. You know, Cool Out Corner, they got up out of there round one. Uh, Life Unplugged, I think Life Unplugged still in there. Shout out to Life Unplugged podcast. I think he, I think he still, you know, he still got a fighting shot. So shout out to him. You know, he he went against Cool Out Corner in the first round. I was fucked up. You know, it's like you never want to go against motherfuckers you fuck with that early in the tournament. You know, I think we was all hoping to catch each other like later on in the fucking game, but you know, it was randomly drawn. That's how it went. Who Life Unplugged went against Dill? Damn. That's you know. That's one of them things. That shit is, you know, it's just hard to go against motherfuckers who you really fuck with. Like in any of that shit, the cool thing is it wasn't like no smoke. You know, like uh me and Dewan, we did a face off before that shit, you know. You know, doing a little analysis and shit, talking shit back and forth, but you know, it, it's all love, no hate. Motherfuckers is competitive. You know, everybody want to win, but, you know, wasn't nobody shitting on nobody. So, you know, it was all good. Shit was hella bad, but it's all love, though. Exactly, dog. Like, nobody wanted to fucking lose. But, you know, when, when you look at who you lost to, you know, me, the cool out corner, we lost to motherfuckers we got respect for, so. You know, that's a cool thing. I, I I had discourse with a couple of people who wasn't exactly happy about how they round went. But, you know, it is what it is, dog. That's competition, you know. And it's it, it was more of a popularity contest than a talent show. You know, so you got to keep that in mind, too. You know, it, it ain't got nothing to do with how dope your show is a lot of times. It's just how big your listenership is and how many people you can get to vote. Nigga, I had a million motherfuckers vote for me. That ain't never listen to my podcast, homeboys, niggas at my job, motherfuckers who just fuck with me in general. You know, motherfuckers was voting for me, and it ain't because they like my show. It's just because they fuck with me as a person. You know, and I'm sure that was throughout this whole thing for everybody. A lot of niggas who who they had voting for them wasn't they audience. That was just niggas who knew them. You know, it's the nature of the motherfucking game. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, I hope that. You know, Kendra and all them get as far as possible, dog. You know, I want to see the ladies layer up there. You know, the Barbie way, Rosie perspective. All of y'all who who know I fuck with y'all. You know, I want to see everybody at least go as far as they can. I really hope one of our, you know, gang gang get to the top and win that motherfucker. I don't even know what the prize is, honestly. You know, and I think that's like another reason I wasn't really tripping like I wanted to win because I don't give a fuck what it is, my nigga. I don't give a fuck if it's a card game against a little kid. Nigga, I just want to win. That's just the the competitive nature that I have. I don't give a fuck if I'm playing motherfucking ping pong against a blind man. I want to win. So, you know, motherfucker took that L, but it is what it is. You know, no hard feelings. Shout out to the motherfuckers who got me up out the way. Um, I did a fucking live with, uh, you know, DLP, uh, the Barbie way. And I think Eric was in the live at the time that we was talking that shit. Uh, or maybe even, uh, Simone from the ladies Lair podcast. 
But uh, Court brought something up And she brought it up on Twitter too You know and like I said I ain't got shit to talk about my nigga So if y'all got something y'all want me to talk about My nigga by all means tell me But um, Monique had did a video And I didn't know the, the complete context But I saw you know the clip of the video And she was talking about She was in the airport And she seen large groups of women In you know bonnets Pajamas Slippers You know basically like They they at the fucking airport In their bed clothes You know and a lot of women Are kind of coming at Monique A lot of women are having Very strong opinions On both sides of the aisle On this topic You know some women is like You know you shouldn't judge us For what we wear It's the airport We ain't got nobody Impressing all that old shit You know and um the Barbie way, she seemed kind of indifferent. Like she was more leaning towards like, nigga, it's the airport. So I want to look, I want to be comfortable. But my thing is just like, if you come outside in a fucking bonnet on, you obviously don't give a fuck about who you might run into, how motherfuckers view you. You know, like I did an episode. I wish I could remember the numbers of my motherfucking episodes, but dog, this is number 104. It's been a lot. So I don't always remember them And these motherfuckers be like years apart dog But the thing is like Why would you not Carry yourself in a way That you respect yourself And I'm not saying if you come outside in a bonnet You don't have no self respect But at the same time I did an episode called Best Foot Forward And basically what I was saying in that episode Is the way that you dress Shows the level of respect that you have for the situation that you in. And I'm not saying you got to have hella respect for the airport. But what I'm basically saying is you should have the respect for yourself to look your best at all times. Like, you know, something that like me and my wife talked about when we first got together. Because I've always hated to see women go out like that. You know, because like a lot of women, like I seen a dude posted on Twitter and the female caption and shit. Like, oh, y'all don't like black women, just say that. And it's not that a motherfucker don't like black women. And this is something else that I'm going to touch on. My nigga, it's like, we really love y'all, so we holding you accountable for some shit that we feel is bullshit. It's not that we trying to control y'all or nothing. It's just a fucking observation. And that's the thing. A lot of people take correction as a fucking attack. Just because somebody is telling you something, that they feel like what you're doing is incorrect don't mean they fucking attacking you. If I say that you wearing some bullshit, like that's like if 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 my homeboy, we going to the fucking club or we going to go meet some females and he got some dirty ass shoes on. If I say, dog, why the fuck didn't you wear clean shoes? I'm not attacking this nigga. I'm trying to correct this nigga because I don't want to see him go out like that. You know, and that was my point when I was talking about this shit. Like, I'm not trying to be a controlling motherfucker. Like, I was telling my wife, like, we're representations of each other. So when we step out the motherfucking house, we should step out the house like I'm a representation of her and she's a representation of me. So if I step out the house looking fucked up, how'd that make her look? Oh, you married this dusty ass nigga? Or if she come out the house looking fucked up like, damn, nigga, that's that's the motherfucker you married? You know, and that's how I feel about any motherfucking body. Cause like I was telling uh, you know, the Barbie way, I'm like, you know, what if what if you was to run into your soulmate in the airport and you got a bonnet on? Do you think that nigga gonna take you serious? 
do you think that nigga really gonna want to talk to you? You know, and she like, I don't think I'm gonna meet my soulmate. And nigga, you don't know where you're gonna meet your soulmate, nigga. You can literally meet your soulmate at a bus stop. You can meet your soulmate coming out the bathroom at a club. Like, you just never know who you'll run into at any point in life. So that was like the whole aim of that episode that I did, Best Foot Forward. You know, about carrying yourself a certain way, speaking a certain way, you know, dressing a certain way. Like, you always want to be at your fucking best because you never know who you'll run into. You'll never know what will come of how you carrying yourself at the time. Like, conversations that you have. Nigga, it could be somebody fuck nigga. Like, it's been a few times. And you know, in the in the black community, we got this thing about ear hustling. Like, we don't like a motherfucker tuning in to a conversation that they not invited to but it's been a couple times i've been talking to motherfuckers and some third party motherfucker has offered me opportunity based on something i was saying to a whole nother fucking person you know they just like the shit that i say and they like hey man do you do this i could you know plug you in with this nigga like me getting into podcasting was a motherfucker hearing me talking shit not to the person but they just heard how I was speaking and being that I was saying some real shit, some shit that that motherfucker liked. They offered me this motherfucking opportunity, you know, shout out to the super producer being ready and shit like nigga. You just never know. So you always want to be on your best when you step out the motherfucking house. You always want to carry yourself at your best. Like what it say? We are all representation of blacks. White people are looking. Yeah, Exactly. Like, the thing is, like, nigga, and I tell motherfuckers that shit a lot. Like, as, as much as we hate that shit as black people, nigga, you got the race on your back every time you step out the motherfucking house. Like, nigga, whenever you step out the motherfucking house, you represent the black race. So when y'all step out to the motherfucking airport, bonnets on, fucking, uh, what you call that shit, pajama pants, and, you know, you got your, uh... The fucking slippers that they gave you at the fucking nail salon for your toes. You ain't even got real slippers on. Looking dusty as fuck. Other people are looking like, look at these dusty black girls. That's why nobody wants them. Because look at how they come out the house. You know, and I'm not saying that other races don't come stepping out the house looking fucked up. Because like I also was talking to, um, you know, Court from the Barbie Way podcast about it's not exclusive to black women. If you live in any poor neighborhood, if you live in a fucking trailer park, you'll see dusty ass white women with fucking tramp stamps looking all fucked up, stepping out the house. Go to a Walmart in a dirty white people area. You'll see dirty white people walk around looking all types of fucked up. But like I told her, my nigga, like, why would you want to look like any of these motherfucking dusties? You know, like, she like, oh, well, you don't judge them for coming out the house fucked up? No, because the shit that dusty motherfuckers do don't concern me. I don't have no type of attention to pay to no dusty motherfuckers. Do your dusty shit, dusty motherfucker. This shit is like kind of good, kind of ain't good, kind of sweet. Kind of like a, like a soda taste or some shit. I I'm kind of indifferent towards this shit. This blue Bel Air, you know, I match my sunglasses and shit, so I'm fucking with it. But anyway, like, you know, you just don't want to step out the house looking fucked up. Like, I don't want to step out the motherfucking house 
looking like I'm in the, the, the dusty nigga category. Nigga, if I go to the airport and I got a motherfucking wife beater on, you know, I got some dirty ass shoes on. Like, that's like one of my big pet peeves, you know, like when because uh, she was asking, like, you know, what what will be the equivalent of a bonnet for a man to step out the house with? You know, and at certain points of of black cultural history, it's like wave caps. Like at one point, niggas step out the house with a wave cap. You look like a dust ball because it's like, nigga, take the fucking wave cap off, nigga. But then around early 2000s, it became like something of a fashion statement where they was making like colorful fucking wave caps and niggas was wearing them motherfuckers. So it kind of became like a thing. Like I remember growing up in the 80s in L.A. in the Jerry Curl era, niggas was coming out the house with rollers on with a motherfucking shower cap and they walk around like that, like nigga in, in the hood. Like, I'm from Compton. So, like, back in the day when I was growing up, niggas was walking around with big-ass rollers with the fucking shower cap. You know, in the crib neighborhoods, they'd have a blue shower cap. Blood neighborhoods, they'd have a red one. You know, some niggas had the clear shower cap, nigga, to get they, get they curl right. You know, and it was like, it was a dusty motherfucking thing. Like, you wouldn't want to be caught in the airport like that. But in the hood, that shit is like a fashion statement. But like I was telling the Barbie way, all types of suck ass shit is fashionable in the ghetto amongst poor motherfuckers. Like, you know, and, and that's my thing about, you know, the the episode best foot forward, you know, the the mindset of putting your best foot forward. Just because you come from fucked up circumstances don't mean you have to look like it. Like, nigga, you could be dirt motherfucking poor, dog, but you ain't got to look dirt poor. Like, why would you even want to be a representation of poverty, dog? You know, like, that's that's the thing about poverty, my nigga. Poverty is a motherfucking mindset. You know, that's the thing that a lot of motherfuckers don't want to fucking acknowledge. Like, nigga, you don't have to look fucked up because you fucked up. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like looking fucked up is a choice. Cuz like I was telling her, my nigga, it ain't you ain't wearing this bonnet Cause you can't afford some shit. You ain't wearing these slippers cause you can't afford some shit. Because most of us who know motherfuckers that's from the ghetto. Nigga, these same motherfuckers talking that shit about, oh, I don't got the money for this, I don't got the money for that. But you got some some Gucci shoes though. Like a lot of motherfuckers that's 
living in 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 poor circumstances ain't poor like that. Like you got money for what you want to have money for. You got money for some goddamn Jordans when the motherfuckers come out. Nigga, that's a damn near $200 shoe. Every motherfucker run around the projects got some fucking Jordans. Them bitches like what? 180, 200 after tax. Nigga, you ain't that motherfucking poor. So don't act like, oh, I got to wear this bonnet because I can't afford no nice shit. Nigga, that's a choice your ass is making. You choosing to look fucked up. So I'm, I ain't got nothing negative to say about what Monique was saying, especially because, nigga, that's accountability, my nigga. Like, that's, that's something that the black community is honestly missing. A lot of times, niggas get called coons for holding the black community accountable for their bullshit. Like, that's one thing that I'm not a big fan of in the black community. Like, we love to glorify our own stupid ass shit. We love to see a motherfucker do some stupid, goofy ass bullshit and be like mood, energy. Like, nigga, some of that shit ain't fucking cool, dog. Like, I get it, my nigga, because, you know, and I've said it myself, my nigga, like, the common man in any culture is where the culture is driven. You know, like, hip-hop music came from, you know, poor black people. And that's what drove the culture. Like, hip-hop literally runs the culture of the world. Poor black people are the fucking barometer of what's cool on this motherfucking planet. Like us as black people in general, my nigga, we tell the world what is cool. How we dress is how the world dresses. Things that we create is what the world jumps on, monetizes, steals, and, you know, packages for the rest of the world to have, my nigga. Like, we do that. But it's some shit that just ain't motherfucking cool, my nigga. You know, like a lot of hip hop culture, it, 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 it stems from poverty. It's a lot of shit that we had to do. A lot of shit that we had to create out of fucking necessity that became cool. But a lot of shit ain't motherfucking cool, dog. You know, just like with the wave caps, like niggas was stepping out with their motherfucking wave caps. Then motherfuckers made it cool. Then, you know, they start coming with the motherfucking two tone red on one side, white on the other side. Blue on one side, gray on the other side. Like, they made it, you know, like a fashion statement. But certain shit, nigga, you know motherfucking well. It ain't nothing fashionable about that shit, man. A fucking bonnet not fashionable, dog. Like, some of that shit women doing it, y'all know that shit not fashionable neither. Motherfucking pajama pants in the airport, that shit not fashionable. That shit is lazy. That's what that shit is. That shit is, I don't give a fuck. I'm finna just go out here. I'm I'm finna fly spirit. Because that's the thing I'm sure Monique didn't mention. You know them motherfuckers was getting on a spirit flight or a southwest flight. Just like when I watched them fucking videos of motherfuckers fighting all in the motherfucking airport. Fighting on the motherfucking airplane. Nigga, you know that's a motherfucking spirit flight. You know that's a motherfucking southwest flight. You know them be the cheapest motherfucking flights. Because if you really spend some big money... On that motherfucking flight, nigga, the last thing you're going to do is take a motherfucking fade. That shit out. You know, and that's another motherfucking episode I did, my nigga. When you got something to lose, you way less likely to do some dusty, stupid shit like that. 
fighting in the motherfucking airport. And again, like, nigga, we don't be holding our own accountable for bullshit like that. You know, like more fire said, my boyfriend would snatch me up if he saw me outside in the bonnet. Exactly. Any motherfucker who care about your motherfucking ass who fuck with you is not finna let you go out like that. Any nigga who, who really got love for his woman, who really respect this woman and carry himself as a man of respect and demands respect and wants respect don't want his woman to disrespect him by stepping out the motherfucking house with a bonnet on dog like nigga like and see i don't really have to get in my wife about that shit because she already know how i'm rocking when it comes to shit like that like i don't have to be like babe what the fuck you got on walking out the house because she already know my nigga like we discussed that shit early my nigga like this is something that I tell people as far as like, I think I did an episode about setting the tone. Like in the beginning, like this is some shit that you just discuss with motherfuckers from day one. Like I don't play that bonnet outside shit. And like I said, it ain't me being a fucking controlling douchebag, my nigga, because I always explain that shit. Like my nigga has some fucking respect for yourself when you step out the motherfucking house. That bonnet shit weak. Like, you look like you just didn't give a fuck when you stepped out the motherfucking house. And no, it ain't, oh, don't wear a bonnet because I want niggas to holler at you. No, it's don't wear a bonnet because you look like a lazy fucking bum. You look dusty as a motherfucker when you step out the house like that. What that say going on, Kevin Samuels, with the bonnets too. I wish they would stop that. Man, at this point, like, a, a, a lot of motherfuckers who go on Kevin Samuels, dog, like, you literally just setting your fucking self up. Like, I don't I, like I really don't know what a lot of women be having going on in their mind when they go on to a Kevin Samuels show with a bonnet on or with a dusty ass story to tell or some bullshit like that, like some way astronomical expectations when they not bringing shit to the table. Like. Some people really feel, like seem like they gluttons for punishment. Like that's how I really feel. Like, and I think that's sometimes why when I go in my little mode where I really will clown somebody, I don't really be having that much mercy. Because, like I said, a lot of people have personal choices to change a lot of the shit that they get clowned for. You know, like nigga, I still go back and forth. Feeling kind of bad about how hard I went on um, Serena Williams when I was clowning her ass a couple episodes ago. But the thing is, dog, like, that's a choice. You chose to make yourself look like a white woman. Like, you chose to make yourself look like half man, half pig. So it's like, it's hard for me not to roast your motherfucking ass when it's a personal choice because this is something that I've talked about with my homeboys a lot. Like, when I go hard clowning niggas, when I really get in my mode, like I'm finna roast your motherfucking ass, I always roast shit that you chose. I don't roast shit that you don't have no fucking control over. Like, I wouldn't clown you for being cross-eyed. I wouldn't clown like shit like that. Like shit that you ain't had no control over, you was just born like that. You was born like that, my nigga. Especially if it's something that I feel like you got like a, uh, insecurity about like I don't want to make nobody feel bad but you chose to walk out your house with dirty shoes on you chose not to iron your pants you chose for your fucking shirt and pants not to match you chose not to comb your hair you chose to have that booger in your mustache 
So if I'm going to roast you for some shit that you chose to do, nigga, you got to get these motherfucking bars. And that's how I feel about them women who go on Kevin Samuels. Like, it's hard to feel sorry for a motherfucker who chose to speak to a man whose platform is roasting motherfuckers. You know, and this is how I feel about bullying online as well. Like, a lot of people, like, they go on these crusades about online bullying, and it's like, Nigga, get the fuck off Instagram. Block the people who are bullying you, dog. Stop posting shit that you think will get you bullied. You know, like we 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 live in a, a soft ass motherfucking era. Like, you know, we we got a lot of these. You know, and, and and it's mental health awareness money, if I'm not mistaken. But like a lot of motherfuckers is is using mental health as a fucking crutch. A lot of motherfuckers is. Is masking being a bitch ass nigga And some type of mental health thing Like oh I deal with depression I deal with anxiety I deal with this shit Like nigga sometimes you just a bitch ass nigga my nigga You know and and no shade to the people who are honestly Dealing with clinical depression I know that that's a real situation I know that anxiety is real I know that a lot of that shit is real, but we also know niggas who turn that shit on and off. You say you have depression because you're sad. Nigga, if you got fired from your fucking job and they turned your lights off, you don't have depression. You're depressed. Nigga, motherfuckers who really suffer from depression are depressed while they getting their dicks up. Like, nigga, they're depressed while they listen to their favorite fucking song. Like, Real depression is real, my nigga. Like, some of you niggas is trying to use, you know, fake-ass mental health breakdowns. Like, one of my main things I tell motherfuckers, dog, a lot of you fake, oh, I I have a mental health crisis, I'm going through something. You be the same niggas who will turn down therapy a thousand times because you're not crazy. But you got depression, though. But you got anxiety, though. You'll do everything to talk about the problem that you have. But you won't fuck with the solution. I hate that shit, dog. Like, I hate a motherfucker who loves to dance on a problem, but will avoid the solution. Especially when you know what the solution is. You know, because the thing is, like, it's not like therapy is a magic pill. For uh, you know, for for your mental health situation, but it's a step in the right direction, and a lot of motherfuckers won't even take that step. That's some bullshit. A lot of times, to me, that's a sign that you own some bullshit. That's a sign that you're not really dealing with that shit that you're saying that you're dealing with, my nigga. Because if your motherfucking leg was broke, you'll go to the hospital and get a cast put on that motherfucker. If your ass was bleeding, you'll put a bandaid on that shit. Like, if you had a fucking headache, you'll take an aspirin. But you saying you got depression, but you won't see a therapist. Nigga, are you you really dealing with depression? Or are you just fucking sad? You know, and that's the thing, dog. Like, motherfuckers gotta be real with they self, my nigga. Like, I'm not with that shit, like... You know, I don't I don't really fuck with the fake mental illness bullshit, you know, and I feel like that's like something that we should talk about during mental health awareness month, like fake mental fucking health 
breakdowns and shit. Like, nigga, if you haven't spoke to a motherfucker who has diagnosed you with that shit, shut the fuck up, my nigga. Quit, quit self-diagnosing, my nigga. Because if you're not going to seek fucking professional help, get the fuck out of my face. I'm not finna believe you. I'm not finna feel sorry for you. Hey, it is what the fuck it is, my nigga. Because a lot of niggas be on some bullshit, nigga. Nigga, like, mental health is kind of like the trendy shit right now. For niggas to say that they dealing with some mental health shit is like the cool thing. Like Charlemagne saying, oh, I got anxiety. Like all these niggas be saying they got some mental health shit. Joe Budden, every fucking celebrity saying he dealing with some mental health shit. So it's niggas in the street saying the same shit. Oh, you know, I got I got depression. Nigga, you just sad. Nigga, shut the fuck up. But it is what it is. What you say, Marfaya? I work with mentally ill. And I know for a fact some are faking for the benefits they get. Of course. Nigga, we from the ghetto, dog. You know how many motherfuckers was was sending their kids to the fucking Social Security office to play crazy so they could get a check? That's a real fucking thing, my nigga. Like, I, you know, like I don't know about now, but, you know, like I was born in the 80s and raised in the 90s. That was a thing. I knew motherfuckers who was getting big fat money off them fucking what in our day we call crazy checks. Like, they'll go to the fucking Social Security office and act like they son is retarded, and he'll get a motherfucking check. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, that's that's like a, a thing in the black community. Niggas, nigga. You know, I'm, I'm all over the motherfucking place because I know what the fuck I was going to talk about. I'm fucking freestyling. Like, this PPP shit. Like, niggas love a scam. Niggas love to to find a motherfucking a loophole in the system, and I ain't mad at niggas. Honestly, I ain't mad at nobody for that PPP, SBA, um, EDD, none of that shit, my nigga. I feel like all them fucking government scams is reparations. You know, like more fire said, people don't want to be fixed because it makes them less of a victim. And you know a punk motherfucker love to be the victim of some shit. Motherfuckers love to feel like the world fucking them over and shit. But that is what it is, my nigga. I get it. You know, you everybody loves to have people saying, Oh, I feel sorry for you. That's why motherfuckers like to play the mental health card. Like, I'm dealing with depression. So if I post an ugly picture on Instagram, I need you guys to to give me love about it. You know, like with Lizzo, my nigga. You know, y'all niggas know I ain't no fan of Lizzo, dog. You know, Lizzo do all this goofy-ass shit online, and then when everybody press her about it, she get on this motherfucking, like, I'm just trying to be body positive, but everybody's talking bad about me. Like, my nigga, like, you on the internet naked, my nigga. Like, you on the internet with, with nothing on, and it ain't even about your motherfucking weight. Because everybody try to make that shit like a fucking body shaming thing. But we be talking the same shit about Cardi B, my nigga. She got a nice fucking body. Like any tasteless motherfucker doing goofy shit online, you're going to get aired the fuck out. Like just get over that shit, my nigga. If you don't want people to have a fucking opinion of your ass, quit doing bullshit publicly, my nigga. Once you do some stupid shit publicly, you subjecting yourself to public fucking ridicule. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, don't subject yourself to what the fuck the public got to say if you don't want to hear what the public got to say. 
Nigga, don't, don't, it, like, I, I, I was, um, shit, probably, like, my second Instagram page I had. Like, my shit was cracking, my nigga. I was getting, like, 25,000 likes per post and all type of shit. Like, I had a lot of followers. I had a lot of engagement at one point on Instagram. And I posted this picture of this lady, you know, and it was, like, a makeup artist had posted this shit. Like, the, the before picture of before she did her makeup. Before she did her makeup, my nigga, she literally looked like a fucking corpse. And after, she looked like a goddamn supermodel. And I think I captioned the shit like, nigga, this is why you got to take a bitch swimming on the first day. Like, it was like some goofy shit. Like, it wasn't even, you know, like, I wasn't super, like, mean about it. But, you know, like, the comments was going crazy. Like, damn, she looked fucked up. You know, that's catfishing. She need to be arrested. Wooty, wooty, wooty. So everybody was gassing her ass up in the comments. But like I said, nigga, I didn't tag this woman in this shit. You know, like I didn't make it no, hey, everybody, clown this woman. But then like I got a couple motherfuckers like getting on my post like this is online bullying. She could sue you for this. This is slander. No, the fuck it is not. Once you post something publicly, you are subject to public fucking opinion. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. That's the reason I don't believe in online bullying Because when you get online Whatever you post dog You are posting that That's your choice It ain't like a nigga came and knocked on your front door And roasted your ass That's bullying You at school you minding your motherfucking business And somebody come and fuck with you That's bullying dog If you post something publicly And somebody got a negative opinion of it That's a negative fucking opinion Nigga, they got rights like you got rights. You got the right to post that bullshit. They got the right to clown you about that shit. And that's just what the fuck it is, my nigga. If you don't want to hear negative opinions, my nigga, don't post nothing public, my nigga. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, niggas really be acting like the world is somewhere trying to fuck you up. And you are setting these motherfuckers up to do it. Nigga, if I hand you a loaded gun and you shoot me, that's my fault. Like, you motherfuckers is giving people ammunition to do this shit to you. And motherfuckers don't like to take accountability for they role in a lot of the bad shit that happened to them, dog. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like, that shit fucking stupid, my nigga. Like, how you gonna post some shit and be mad at somebody's reaction to your post, my nigga? Like, something that I say all the fucking time, my nigga, you can choose your action, but you can't choose the reaction. You can choose what you do to a person. You can't choose what they do back. You can choose what you do. You can't choose how motherfuckers react. Nigga, that's life, dog. It's it's all choices, my nigga. Like, for every action, there's a fucking reaction. You ain't got to like that motherfucker, but it's coming, my nigga. What you say we need to talk is a slick way to take away our freedom of speech. Definitely. Like, they love to make everything bullying, my nigga. Like, I, I maybe... I don't know. Me and Rosie was talking shit on Twitter probably like 
two or three months ago. And it was homeboy who lied on his baby mama basically to get sympathy. Like the nigga said that he bought her all these push presents and the baby ended up not being his. Turn to find out this nigga lied about the whole shit. It was his baby. His baby mama was a real one. He just a bitch ass nigga lying on his baby mama to get a bunch of likes and follows and shit. Bitch ass nigga shit, right? So I, I comment on the post like, this old bitch ass nigga, this the worst type of bitch ass nigga. He deserve all the bad karma that come to him. That was my tweet. Nigga, Twitter took my post down and flagged me, dog. Like, nigga, I got put in Twitter jail for that motherfucking comment. I said, nigga, you deserve all the bad karma that come to you and you a bitch ass nigga. And y'all block me for that shit. Like, fuck my fuck my First Amendment right now. You know, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga, like. This this new cancel culture shit, like, yes, I believe that there are people that deserve to be canceled. You know, there's people who really do some fucked up shit. There's people who say fucked up shit. But, dog, at the end of the day, my nigga, like, where, where do we draw the line between freedom of speech and censorship? Like, that shit should just be put in a court of public opinion, like I tell people, dog. Like, with... Say R. Kelly. I do not fuck with R. Kelly. I, that nigga should be in jail for what he did. But if you listen to that nigga music, dog, that's on you. That's your motherfucking choice. I don't listen to the shit. I don't fuck with R. Kelly, nigga. I got a daughter. And even before I had a daughter, when I saw the tape, I was like, this is a dirty motherfucker, man. I don't fuck with this dude. But it's your choice if you want to listen to him. Like, that's the public's choice on whether or not they want to fuck with a motherfucker who they feel like did some bullshit. You know, us in the podcast community, something that I won't speak on in specifics, but a lot of us who listening to this shit know, like, somebody amongst us in our podcast brethren did something that a lot of us don't fuck with. Some chose to back up off them. Some chose to still fuck with them. But that's everybody's fucking choice, my nigga. And nobody should be judged for the choice that they made on something that was a fucking judgment call, dog. You know, like, that's kind of, like, been one of the big things that kind of been circulating around this motherfucker as far as, like, the, 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 the group of podcasters that we all run in and shit. You know, like, motherfuckers be torn on both sides. And it's like, nigga, at the end of the day, my nigga, you make your choice, this person make their choice, and we just move on with our fucking choices, my nigga. It, it, it shouldn't be taken personal. You know, especially because amongst this this podcast shit, my nigga, as much as we fuck with each other, support each other, speak to each other, help each other out, have conversations, you know, whether they be, you know, very deep conversations, you know, a lot of shit that's probably, you know, real vulnerable and, and personal to us and we we feel like these are friendships that we're we're uh cultivating they got the end of the day a lot of us don't fucking know each other we ain't never met we don't know each other kids names we ain't been in each other house so you shouldn't let some shit that happens 600 miles away or something said by a motherfucker 700 miles away affect your fucking day dog you know like that there's just some shit that it ain't that motherfucking important like, nigga, I, I get it, my nigga. But at the end of the day, like, this is the same shit as online bullying, my nigga. Like, motherfuckers make choices. And motherfuckers have opinions of those choices. 
I respect whatever your fucking opinion is of a choice that a motherfucker make. If you choose to stop fucking with a motherfucker, I respect it. If you choose to stick next to a motherfucker, I respect that too. But respect what my choice is too. And I respect everybody motherfucking choices. Because at the end of the day, nigga, we're not getting paid off this shit, my nigga. You know, and a lot of the reason a lot of motherfuckers ain't fucking with certain motherfuckers is because, like, we have platforms. A lot of us consider what our platform is to be a brand. Like, nigga, we don't take our our brand lightly. We don't take our fucking platform lightly. So a lot of people distance themselves from certain motherfuckers because they are protecting the brand that they have. And they have a choice to do that. And we got to respect what everybody motherfucking choice is. You know, but we also have to have the choice to respect motherfuckers reactions to the choices that you make, you know, circling all the way back to the beginning of this motherfucking episode. You women who are choosing to wear bonnets in the airport, you got to respect motherfuckers choice to roast your goofy ass. You know, like that's the fucking thing, my nigga. It's freedom of choice. I don't know if they got that shit in the fucking constitution, but it's just a human fucking right, my nigga. You got the right to choose whatever the fuck you want to do, nigga. God gave us free will. He gave you the freedom to fuck up. He gave you the freedom to do fly shit. You know, but the choice is yours at the end of the day. Whether you choose to do some cool shit or do some goofy shit, the choice is fucking yours. But you can't be mad at other motherfuckers' choices to react to what the fuck you did. You do some goofy shit, motherfucker. You got to respect the fact that motherfuckers call out your goofy shit. That's what accountability is. That's how motherfuckers learn. That's how motherfuckers grow. You can't learn and grow if don't nobody tell you that when you did some wrong shit, it was wrong. You know, like this is the fucking thing about accountability. This is the thing that I hate about people who don't like accountability. Like in the Bible, it says, um, the few, the foolish man hates knowledge or the foolish man hates correction. I don't remember what the fucking verse was. I always remember the context of a lot of the shit that I read in the Bible that was um, important to me. But like the thing is like, nigga, a fool hates correction, my nigga. Like when I was looking on Twitter and seeing the women, I was like, oh, you don't like black women because you won't let us wear our bonnets. No, we actually love you. That's why we're trying to not have you go out looking fucking stupid. Just because we don't want to see you do ratchet, stupid, goofy bullshit don't mean we don't like you. It means we love you and we're correcting you because we love you. Because if we didn't like you, we'd just clown your stupid ass and let you go out and look fucking retarded. You know, and that's the fucking thing, dog. Like, if, if I love you, I'll correct you. It's just like with your fucking kids, my nigga. You know, and in the black community, we know, my nigga, we say that shit all the time. My nigga, for mother, if, if you won't whoop your kids, you don't love your kids. When we see kids looking fucked up, you know, like something that we would always say, like, nigga, you out here looking like your mama don't love you. You know, that, that was something, you know, like I had to say about the bitch ass nigga in L.A. who uh, sprayed up Nipsey fucking mural. Like, nigga, your fucking parents failed you, my nigga. Your big homies failed you, my nigga. You know, like, um, a dude in, in L.A., you know, Crenshaw Slauson, you know, of course, the guy Nipsey Hussle got a big-ass mural 
behind the, the Shell gas station in uh, the Fatburger. Some bitch ass nigga from Inglewood whose name I'm not gonna say on this motherfucking show went and defaced Nipsey's mural, right? And um Cowboy was talking about your own homies gonna fuck you up. Which I'm still waiting for that to happen. But that's the fucking thing, dog. And in our community, we really got a fucking problem being held accountable and holding each other accountable. Like I was seeing in a lot of the comments on a lot of these fucking videos about that fucking incident. Motherfucker saying, oh, that was the police. My nigga. Sometimes I think the motherfucking police, dog, I get it. We love to be conspiracy theorists when some bullshit happened in our motherfucking community because we never want to acknowledge the fact that sometimes niggas just do some bullshit, my nigga. That's just the fucking long and short of it. As much as me, myself, nigga, I hate to admit it. Sometimes niggas be on some bullshit, dog. And motherfuckers got to be held accountable, my nigga. I feel like that's a lot of the disconnect that fucked up gangbanging. You know, the big homies be scared of the little homies. You know, a, a, a lot of niggas don't be checking niggas when they do stupid shit. Niggas just be letting niggas do bullshit. And get away with it. And you know nigga motherfuckers only do what you allow them to get away with. So stupid bullshit just gets out of hand my nigga. Like niggas is running around with no fucking code of ethics. Nigga no code of conduct. No morals. No principle. No integrity. No motherfucking character. Because motherfuckers ain't holding niggas accountable. And that's what's happening in the motherfucking black community. Nigga that's what's happening. With these women with these motherfucking bonnets. Ain't nobody telling they goofy ass how stupid they look. Like nigga how the fuck yo. You know and I tell motherfuckers. And you know we we say this as the black community all the time. When we see the homie walking out looking fucked up. Like damn nigga. Yo you must not have no friends. Nobody saw you walking out your house with that bullshit on and stopped you. Your friends let you walk outside with that fucking jacket. Your homegirls let you go outside with your motherfucking track showing or with your edges fucked up or with your motherfucking uh, closure not closed or all types of shit. Like we know, nigga, like if, if, if you really my friend, you can tell me I got a booger in my beard. If you really my friend, you can tell me I got fucking lettuce on my tooth or my breath stink or some shit like that. Like, nigga, some, somebody got to be there to hold your ass accountable. Like more fire said, or no mirrors in your house. But the thing is, dog, if you got real friends, you might not even need a mirror in your house. Like, that's what real friends do. Real friends will hold a mirror to your face. Real friends will hold your feet to the fire. Real friends to tell you when you fucking up, like when you drunk and you know you didn't had too much or you don't know your, you had too much. But your friends to tell you like, bitch, you need to stop drinking right now. You've had enough. It's time for you to chill. Something bad going to happen to your motherfucking ass. Like motherfuckers who don't give a fuck like some niggas to be like, yeah, bitch, keep on drinking. We going to run a train on your dog ass. Like, that's how that happens, because you don't have friends that'll hold you accountable. A lot of people in life is fucked up because don't none of their friends hold them accountable or don't none of their fucking family hold them accountable. 
that's the reason a lot of athletes be fucked up. A lot of rich people, a lot of quote unquote successful people is fucked up in life because nobody held them accountable. A lot of motherfuckers in in entertainment and life in general are complete fucking goofies because everybody afraid to hold them accountable because of the talent that they have or the money that they generate or the position that they have. Like a lot of motherfuckers on bullshit because people be scared to hold their ass accountable. Including black women, dog. You know, and I don't want to go on to Kevin Samuels, you black women, because it ain't all fucking black women. It's a select few that want to wear bonnets in public and don't never want to be checked on they bullshit. And then be the same motherfuckers that'll call Kevin Samuels and expect him to say anything other than, bitch, you're dumb, you look dumb. You act dumb, you sound dumb, you're just dumb. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, uh, this one woman was like, oh, you need to sound more like Dr. Umar Johnson. You know, because he be, you know, oh, queens and beautiful goddesses of the earth and all that shit. Because I do feel like that's what black women are. Nigga, black women are queens, my nigga. Black women are the goddesses of the earth, my nigga. They are the greatest thing ever created. But there are some black women that's on some bullshit, dog. And motherfuckers need to be called out, nigga. Ain't nobody above the check, my nigga. You know, ain't nobody bigger than the motherfucking program. I tell motherfuckers all the time, dog. Like, nigga, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, I tell niggas, if I got a whack show, tell me, dog. If I'm doing something that you feel is some bullshit, please tell me. If you feel like I say, uh, uh, like, like, like. Too many times, by all means, tell me, my nigga. Like, if you really fuck with me, you'll correct me. If you really got love for me, you'll tell me where I'm doing some shit wrong at. It's when the nigga don't fuck with you when they won't tell you what's wrong. A yes man ain't got no fucking love for you, nigga. A yes man is only fucking with you because of the value that you provide for him. A yes man is only fucking with you because of the opportunity that you provide for him. He not fucking with you because he love you. He fuck with you because he love what you can do for him. What's going on, Eric? You know that one guy from the motherfucking Grown Man Logic podcast. Congratulations on y'all win, you know, nigga. Cups up to y'all. Y'all did y'all shit, my nigga. But that's the fucking thing, dog. A yes man don't love your motherfucking ass. A yes man only loves the value that you provide for him. A yes man only loves what you can do for him. That nigga don't really fuck with you like that, my nigga. That nigga fuck with you for what you could do for him. That's why he won't correct you because he don't love you. A homeboy that love you is going to correct you because he don't give a fuck what you going to say about that correction. A real homie will tell you, my nigga, your fucking breath stink, dog. Even if you say, oh, you saying my breath stink, I ain't going to fuck with you no more. Well, don't fuck with me, my nigga. I'm only telling you because I fuck with you, nigga. I'm telling you because I'm your motherfucking friend. Good, bad, or motherfucking indifferent, my nigga. A real nigga gonna tell you what's real no matter what the fuck your reaction is, whether you like it or not. A yes man is gonna try to protect his relationship with you because he know that you don't fuck with him and he don't fuck with you. You know, and that be the thing with a lot of these motherfucking relationships, dog. A lot of these fucking transactional relationships that motherfuckers be having. A lot of motherfuckers don't be knowing what the fucking difference between a friend and associate is 
a friend and a motherfucker who you only fucking with because of business. You know, when you fucking with a motherfucker because of business, motherfuckers be quick to be delicate with how you talk to motherfuckers. Like, oh, I'm not going to say that because he probably ain't going to fuck with me. Oh, I ain't going to say that because I don't know how he going to take it. Nigga, if I fuck with you, my nigga, I'm going to say it no matter what, dog, no matter how you take it. If you don't fuck with me because of something that I said to you, nigga, you never fucked with me in the fucking first place. Nigga, if I tell you something to correct you and you feel like you can't fuck with me because of something real, I say, then get the fuck out of here, my nigga. I don't need your bitch ass. Like, it ain't no motherfucking room for suckers around me, my nigga. If I can't, like, literally tell you, nigga, you was wrong when you was actually wrong, I don't need your bitch ass around me, nigga. I don't fuck with no bitch ass niggas. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, I use the B word a lot. A lot. But it's because, nigga, all bitches ain't women. All women ain't bitches. Uh, Nigga, it's probably more male bitches than women. Nigga, most of the bitches I've encountered in my life are men. It's a lot of male bitches around here, nigga. I say bitch-ass nigga way more than I just say bitch. Gang of bitch-ass niggas. You know, I tell motherfuckers all the time, dog, that's why you don't really see me in a picture with a bunch of motherfuckers all the time. Like, nigga, I'm I'm not a group picture, nigga. I'm not a me and my clique, me and my crew. Like, amongst this podcast shit, yeah, nigga, gang, gang, nigga, we help each other, my nigga. You know, we got business relationships, my nigga. We all cool as a motherfucker. We all have conversations. You know, we all help each other. We all support each other. You know, we all, you know, trying to make sure we can all make it out of this shit and get to the point where we are getting paid to do this shit because we are trying to accomplish a motherfucking goal and we are trying to help each other. You know, but at the same time, my nigga, like, it is what it is, my nigga. Like, we all know, dog. We all fuck with each other. And this is no offense to anybody listening to shit, I swear. But we not friends. We all just podcasters that fuck with each other, my nigga. It's like you my nigga. I fuck with you. I'm going to do your show. You're going to do my show. We all cool and shit. But the thing is, my nigga, like, a, a lot of these politics and shit that go on amongst us show the difference between friendship and association. We're all associates. And something that I tell people all the time, nigga, I can't call you my friend until we've gone through something, dog. And it's no offense. I swear it ain't. This be niggas problem. Niggas be wanting to say, this my friend, this my guy, this my bro, this my brother, this my nigga. No, this is your associate. Like I call niggas homie all the time. Homie. I call niggas, you know, I'm from Compton. I'm from California. Kendra, she can she can attest to this. If you from my gang, you we the homies. Everybody from the set is the homies. But everybody from the set, not my friends. Everybody from the gang that I'm from is not my friends. They are my homies. We all a part of the same fucking organization. We all, you know, we all a part of the same fucking group. But we not all friends. I have friends in this gang. I have friends in this organization. But all these niggas ain't my friends. That's what happens amongst us podcasters. We're all associates. We're all homies. We're all gang gang. 
I mean that. Like, nigga, we ride for each other. In this fucking podcastogram tournament, trust me, my nigga, like, if I see my niggas losing in the votes, nigga, I'm jumping on my story. I'm going live. Hey, y'all got to, nigga, go vote for fucking grown man logic. Go vote for fucking ladies lair. Go vote for Rosie Perspective. Go vote for Barbie Way. Go vote for Life Unplugged. We need the votes. That's gang gang. Y'all niggas go vote for my niggas. We gonna ride for each other. But at the same time, nigga, don't get it fucked up with friendship. Because just as quickly as a motherfucker ride for you, a motherfucker have a disagreement. Somebody do something you don't like. Somebody say something you don't like on their motherfucking platform. Something happened that you don't fuck with and now you niggas can't fucking stand each other. Now you're mad. Nigga, how you mad at a motherfucker that don't live by you? How you mad at a motherfucker that ain't got shit to do with your bills and rent? How you mad at a motherfucker who can't even touch you physically? How you mad at a motherfucker that would literally have to pay $700 to come and see you in person? Nigga, this shit ain't friendship, dog. This shit is association, my nigga. And I'm not ruling out friendship. This shit could grow into an actual friendship where we meet in person, have conversation, you know, come in each other's houses and fucking meet each other's families and all that shit, dog. But we're associates, my nigga. You know, that's the thing that motherfuckers be getting lost in, dog. Just because I fuck with you don't mean I fuck with you. Just because I'm by you don't mean that I'm with you. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, niggas niggas get friends in, in business fuck the fuck up. Niggas get friends in association fuck the fuck up. And motherfuckers got to learn how to separate that shit. Nigga, compartmentalize, my nigga. We grown fucking people. My nigga, this shit is like fucking high school. Nigga, just because you in my class don't mean you my friend. Just because we sit at the same fucking lunch table don't mean you my friend. My nigga, we associates. We cool associates. We might become friends, but nigga, we associates, my nigga. And again, this ain't no fucking offense. This ain't no shot. This ain't fucking personal to no motherfucking body. Nigga, this is the same shit I tell my kids all the motherfucking time. Them motherfuckers at your school ain't your fucking friends. Them your associates. Them is your classmates. Them is kids that go to your motherfucking school. Nigga, your, your friends been to your house. Your friends slept over. Your friends, if they see you in a fight, they'll fight with you. Your friends, if, if they see you going through some bullshit, they'll go through some bullshit with you. That's your friends. The niggas who stop fucking with you because some shit went fucked up, them your motherfucking associates. The friends that'll stop fucking with you because they fuck with a nigga that don't fuck with you, nigga, them is your fucking associates, my nigga. Them ain't your fucking friends, my nigga. It's a big fucking difference. And again, it's this shit ain't, it's not personal, dog. Like, this is literally... Me trying to help a motherfucker listening to this shit. Like, niggas be taking this shit too motherfucking personal. You know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, my nigga. Like, protect your motherfucking peace. Learn the difference between motherfucking real shit and bullshit. That shit will go a long way into helping your motherfucking peace. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, a lot of niggas let bullshit affect them too fucking much. Like, nigga... You know, like, shout out to my nigga DeWan, my nigga. This shit is wrestling, dog. This ain't real shit, my nigga. This this shit is WWE. This is WCW. Like, nigga, we, 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 we play friends, my nigga. You know, like, we classmates, nigga. We, we all in the same sandbox, but we not friends, dog. We help each other. We like each other. 
We enjoy each other's content. We support each other and all that good shit. But you do the same shit with your coworkers, my nigga. You did the same shit with your classmates, my nigga. You done probably did 20 class projects with a nigga. Like you had a nigga in your class. Nigga, you probably sat in the back with this nigga, cracked jokes. Nigga, y'all niggas fucking did projects together. Nigga, y'all niggas fucking dressed alike at the fucking prom and all that shit. You niggas fucking graduated and never seen each other again. Like, learn the motherfucking difference between friendship and fucking association, my nigga. Everybody you associate with, not your fucking friend. Like, nigga, we all using each other, dog. We using each other to come up. You know, it ain't a fucking bad thing, dog. Like, nigga, we all opportunists at the end of the day. Nigga, we all have an opportunity and we jumping on that shit as we should. My nigga, we all got families to take care of. We all grown motherfuckers, dog. So we shouldn't have let something that another grown motherfucker do affect us in no negative way. Unless that shit affects us physically, financially, or, you know, with our fucking family. That's the fuck it, my nigga. You know, like that shit is fucking crazy to me when I be seeing motherfuckers be really affected by this this internet shit. This social media shit. This podcast shit. Like you niggas got jobs outside of this shit. Like nigga, I'm a truck driver, dog. I make... My money driving trucks. I don't make my money from fucking podcasting. If I never did a fucking podcast again, nigga, this house would be straight. My kids and my wife would be motherfucking straight. Nigga, I could delete all this motherfucking shit. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fucking TikTok, all this shit. This shit could be gone and I'll be straight. I could never speak to a lot of you niggas again and I'll be straight. I'll miss y'all because I enjoy this shit, nigga. I'm passionate about this podcast shit. I love this shit. But at the end of the day, my nigga, like, this shit don't feed my fucking family, my nigga. This shit is just something that I do because I'm passionate about it. It's a fucking outlet. Like, I really enjoy having a platform that I feel helps people. You know, I really enjoy the positive feedback that I get from people who listen to my motherfucking show. Like, that's my shit. I love that shit. But, dog, like, I'm not finna let the opposite fuck me up. Like I said, I enjoy a nigga DMing me like Dolomite. I fuck with your show. Your shit is dope. Like, nigga, that's like that shit makes my day, my nigga. Like that shit really like warms my heart when a nigga tell me that he really fuck with my shit. Like he heard my show. He can prove he heard my show and tell me like, dog, that was the shit. Nigga, that that's that shit is the greatest fucking feeling. But on the other end, dog. Let a nigga get in my DM and say, Dolomite, your show is fucking trash. This is the worst podcast I ever heard. You suck. Nigga, do you really think I'm going to let that fuck my day up, my nigga? Honestly, like, dude, really? And? So? The fuck? My bills is paid, nigga. My air conditioner is on. I got food in my fridge. My kids is upstairs right now, happy as fuck, doing they fucking thing. Nigga, do you think your negative opinion gonna fuck my day up? Nigga, suck my dick. That's the fucking thing, dog. Like, niggas, just like the, the mindset that we had with this tournament, which was, nigga, if I win, great. If I lose, it's cool because 
It's gang gang. That's the fucking mentality that you should have with the motherfucking internet and interactions with niggas who don't affect your fucking bottom line. If y'all niggas fuck with me, that's cool. If y'all like me, that's cool. If we have contact, if y'all niggas support my shit, that's fucking cool. Y'all like me, that's cool. But if you don't like me, that's cool too, dog. If y'all niggas don't listen to this motherfucker, that's cool too, dog. Like, I'm on the fucking network, nigga. I'm on Townhouse Media, dog. Like, y'all niggas hear me say that shit all the time, nigga. The logo was in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen on all my shit. Niggas, Townhouse Media, nigga. I don't think none of them niggas listen to my show, dog. I don't think no nigga on Townhouse Media listen too much game. Other than fucking John Watson from the Sports For You podcast. Shout out, my nigga. You my nigga. But, like, a lot of niggas don't listen to this shit. A lot of the niggas who I associate with in this podcast shit don't listen to this motherfucker. You know, shout out to the motherfuckers in the live. Shout out Coffee with Kendra. Nigga, shout out to You Know That One Guy. Nigga, shout out to We Need to Talk Podcast. Shout out to DLP, nigga. Shout out to the whole fucking gang gang of all the podcasts whose name I mentioned multiple times on this motherfucker. Everybody don't listen to this shit. You think I'm mad at them niggas about that shit? No. Motherfuckers got lives. It's only 24 motherfucking hours in a day. Nigga, I be doing this motherfucker for an hour Plus, I don't expect everybody to listen to this shit. Everybody who I fuck with probably don't even like my motherfucking show. That's cool, too, my nigga. If you share it, I appreciate that. If you let me get in your live, I appreciate that. If you let me be a fucking guest on your shit, I appreciate that. If you lie to me and say you like my show, that's fucking cool, too, dog. But if you tell me, man, I ain't gonna front, I don't even listen. What you think I'm finna block you? You think I'm finna get mad? You think I'm finna be like, oh man, that nigga don't even listen to my show. Nigga, if I move like that, dog, I wouldn't fuck with none of these niggas. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, you know, niggas be taking this shit way the fuck too personal, my nigga. Like, niggas gotta get their ego out this shit, my nigga. Like, niggas, niggas got lives, my nigga. Niggas got schedules and shit. Like, niggas be doing their motherfucking thing. So, I can't let what a motherfucker do. Fuck me up I can't let a motherfucker's choices Fuck me up my nigga Cause we grown dog You know we all got bills and shit Nigga we all got rent mortgages Families to take care of You know we all going through shit in our motherfucking life So nigga it it, it ain't up to y'all To affect what the fuck I feel in life dog I can't let no motherfucker Online 3000 miles away Affect me my nigga I can't let a nigga in LA affect me I can't a nigga to live fucking next door affect me Especially if he ain't fucking with my family My finances or fucking with me physically That shit don't motherfucking matter dog I only focus on what's positive my nigga You know and that's just how I move through life my nigga I, I, I only focus on motherfucking positivity nigga Anything other than that Fuck it my nigga so like I said, dog, I guess that's gonna be the name of the motherfucking episode, nigga. This the fuck it freestyle. And I'ma drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite. Got a too much game podcast. Live from the boom boom room once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media town e house media. Support all the Townhouse Media podcasts. Sports for You podcast, Tuesday nights, um, 6 p.m. Pacific time, live on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, the No Rules podcast, Wednesday evenings, 
5 p.m. Wednesdays live on YouTube and fucking Facebook. The fucking Cat vs. Dog podcast, nigga. We back, nigga. You know, live at 3 p.m. Pacific time, live at 5 Houston time. My nigga with me and CJ, the fucking celebrity of Townhouse Media, Chelsea Perry. Nigga, if you would like to support me financially, my nigga, cash at me, my nigga. Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E Nigga, I need some money, my nigga I look like I got money, nigga But I can use some extra, my nigga um, You know, follow me on social media On Instagram, at Uncle Dolomite Twitter, at Young Dolomite Y-U-N-G Also on Instagram, Too Much Game Podcast I got a fucking TikTok I don't know if I'ma use that shit, my nigga But my TikTok is Uncle Dolomite I'm still conflicted on whether or not I'ma fuck with that bullshit Um... You know, YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe, all that good shit. Tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a bitch ass nigga or a punk ass bitch nigga, I exercise they motherfucking demons. Um, I think that's it, my nigga. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.